is Papa Shango. And you are listening to Icopod. Beware of Papa Shango. Beware of Voodoo. And definitely beware of Icopod. <laughs> And we're back with episode 146 of Icopod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, last week we didn't get a conclusion to the tag team title match. So we're going to get a reboot of it tonight. Uh, I'm going to just cut you off there, Bob. For two reasons, basically. Yeah. So, number one, you got to speed this shit up because Dallas has got vegan milkshakes to get to. Right. That's what's coming. Okay, so that's number one. So let's make this speedy. Should do about a 20-minute episode here. Uh, we're going to watch it on 1.5 speed. Yeah. Well, at least it'd make the action fucking move. Um, that's true. And number two, I also happen to agree with Dallas because he says every time we get on, it feels like a month since we've watched Raw. Dude, I was um, a- Yeah. I was about to say that. I don't even... When Bob just said that, I fucking... My heart sunk. Fuck. I know. We didn't see the end of that tag team it, match. Dude, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true that I feel like that match we watched like a month ago. And I don't know... I don't know if it's just the shows are just that bad where it's like we try to put the trauma away in our back of our <laughs> mind and like it's not at the forefront anymore or what, but... I 100% agree with him in this instance. I think I felt it the strongest. Well, well, for me, I almost, I think me and Bob have talked about this um, just in general before. It was like, I feel like, at least for me, I'm consuming so much content that it's just too much. I just can't keep track of everything I watch. See, I don't know if it is that for me because realistically, I mean, I even used to like watch shit for leisure and stuff, but... I've kind of put off WCCW. I, I haven't really been watching much at all other than the podcast stuff. And, and maybe it's because we have been ramping up the bonus episode stuff. And, well, and that's, that's fair. Sort of, you know, but I don't I don't even think it's that for me. I don't know what it is, but I, I definitely feel what you feel. Well, I feel like none of this stuff stands out because it's not memorable. And yeah, it's not sure. memorable in the sense of good or especially bad. It's just really, really mediocre average wrestling. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not like if it was really bad, we'd at least remember it. But yeah, yeah it's very mediocre, very average, and very, yeah. very 1995. Really, I well, mean, and I think I think that's just it. And it's it's more or less everything just blends together. So you could tell me that last week was from a month ago, and I'd believe you. It's because it's all very similar, middle of the road, just like Bob said. So I think that's a good point to make as well. Is you know, it's 
it feels that way most likely because it's all kind of the same flatline pulse. Yeah. You know. No, for sure. Uh, also on this week's episode that uh, was promoted is uh, WWF World Champion Diesel will be wrestling Surmo. Oh, okay. good. Mm. We're going to awesome. see a jackknife tonight, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I guess that's a good thought. He's not going to win with a big boot bouncing off the ropes. So. <laughs> uh, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully he can hit the jackknife and call it a day. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, we are two episodes away from SummerSlam 1995. So that should be fun. Uh, the top or the second, you know, biggest pay-per-view arguably of the year, aside from WrestleMania. Sometimes SummerSlam is better than WrestleMania. I was just going to say, yeah, I think historically I've liked SummerSlam more than WrestleMania. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. So uh, just two more episodes. Uh, we'll have um, what uncensored will probably have been released by this point when you're hearing this. Actually, for sure. It's been out probably I, for a couple weeks. Yeah, I think Uncensored will for sure. I think it's the, the next Slamboree. one. Slamboree. Is a to be determined, at least as of recording. I don't think we've discussed when that will release. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, if you haven't already, check out some bonus episodes. Uncensored 1995 would have been uh, published likely November or something here. Let me check it out real quick. Go on my calendar. November 12th. Mm. So uh, head into our archive to find that one. And then uh, maybe even Slambury 95 will have been released as well. Because I just want to kind of edit those and get them out there for consumption. Uh, we still have to talk about what we're going to do for the Monday Night Wars. If I had to guess, we're probably just going to do live watches for Raw. But still discuss Nitro's. In a short form, not like how we used to do Roz, where you know we do play by play more. So like, oh hey, this guy <laughs> beat this guy after this thoughts stuff like that. Yeah, I think anything I, notable. Yeah, I think I think the three of us still should try to set some time aside and really get a solid plan. But I think realistically, Bob, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Well, and and just to throw my two cents in, here's the thing: I would love the switch of scenery. I would be one hundred percent down. To switch over to WCW, except I have an OCD problem. And the fact that we have sat down for the last three years, banging out raw after raw, garbage or not, clip show or not, you know, preempted or not, banging these raws out, I think it would drive me absolutely nuts to just completely switch over and make notes of raw. And like, this is what happened on raw. Well, just saying, so, you, you could watch Raw for fun on the side. Well, see, I wouldn't do that. That's the problem. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of agree with it, but at the same time, there's definitely merit in WCW. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe, like Dallas said, we do need to sit down and talk about it, but I would say Bob's probably pretty close on what we're thinking. So, Otherwise... I don't know, unless we do the back-and-forth channel switching gimmick of this week's Raw, this week's Nitro. I don't know. Well, I don't what know. I one of the things I had thought of, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before, if, Austin, you're so dedicated to the WF side, you know, we you know do the podcast, and then, you know, I, don't, I guess Dallas could be the floater between the two. But, you know, you're watching Raw, I'm watching Nitro, and then we're watching everyone Dallas wants to do. Yeah, but wouldn't that add almost another night of recording in your in your lineup? 
No, because it'd be like the same show. No, like a simulcast, yeah. So like you're watching, so whatever's going on on Raw, you could be like, oh, it's Skip against Fatu is opening up. And I'll be like, oh, well, over here on Nitro, it's uh, Ric Flair against Macho Man Randy Savage. I gotcha. So literally on air, while we yeah. record, we're both watching different shows. Right. Gotcha. Now, they wouldn't probably have the same That's runtime. actually kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I and mean, what I was thinking is, you know, Nitro goes to two hours, right? Right. In May of 96. So let's say you're watching Raw. You could jump ship onto Nitro. Right. For that second. If, if we were to get that far or whatever. Right. I think, I think uh, we'd have to do a little test run if we were to try that. Because I'm interested to see how it could work. I, think it, I just I think don't know. I think the only thing I'm worried about that is how it, it plays back listening wise. You know, are people going to get lost in the shuffle? I, don't I agree. Know. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely is a cool idea, and I didn't realize that that's kind of what you were talking about when you said like a simulcast sort of deal. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, think it, I don't I think, know. I think it would be funny if you know if it was a role reverse. If I was watching Raw and you were watching Nitro, I have to sit through a a uh, you know Man Mountain Rock squash match, and then you have <laughs> Brian Pillman against Eddie Guerrero. And I'd right. be like, are you fucking kidding me? That guy's doing a hurricanrana to the floor, and I have a nerf hold for twelve minutes. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> right. But. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll t- we'll definitely talk about it. And even if people listening have ideas, or you know, let us know what you want to hear, because I guess that's the most important. Yeah, it's got to be fun for us, but it's got to be fun for you guys to hear about too. So, yeah, you know, I would be very interested to either you know hear from people in comments, or even if we put a poll up or something, I would be definitely interested in what people think and when what they want to hear. Yeah. Uh, for sure, and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, I know we are definitely watching the first Nitro, so that could maybe sway us in a different direction anyway. Because sure. there is no Raw for a couple weeks after SummerSlam, and the first Monday Night Show would be Nitro on the fourth, September fourth. Right. So right, <clears throat> but we're still a couple episodes away from that. So uh, let's get into some Observer notes, House Show notes, and whatever happened on syndication before we get into the August seventh edition of Raw. There's not a lot of Observer notes, but there's a few different house show things going on. Uh, the first bit of news is Bam Bam Bigelow suffered a knee injury over the past week and was replaced by Razor Ramon or Savio Vega in matches with Mabel on the B-shows. Uh, as of, you know, I guess there's like a protocol that whenever a baby face is switched out, that the replacement goes over. So Mabel lost those uh, matches by disqualification or countout which uh, wouldn't hurt Mabel all that much as he is in line for a world title match at SummerSlam against right. Diesel. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, the former Intercontinental Champion and limp, uh, lip sinker, is still gone from the company, and he's not close to returning, apparently. And I don't know if this is uh, Meltzer being funny or if this is a legitimate reason. I'm going to assume it's Meltzer being funny, so... It's maybe a funny line. Uh, Jared is upset about being booked as a fake singer in a fake wrestling company because Jared didn't want his career to be similar to Millie Vanilli. I think that's a stretch, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't imagine Jeff Jarrett being like, I have to be a real, I can't be seen as a fake singer in professional wrestling. I, gotta, I might be taken a bit seriously. Well, I was just going to say, nobody's really like, there's no real record deals on the table. No. Yeah, no. Maybe WWE puts a track out with like his song, but he's he's still not even the one singing it, so it doesn't even really relate to him. Yeah. He's more or less the one promoting it. 
Um, yeah, that seems silly to me. And I think Dale, if you're know. trying to sing, I think your microphone's muted. Uh, yeah, it was muted, and go. I was gonna, yeah, and I was gonna say we don't know that that's not him singing. I don't know. Oh, well, regardless, <laughs> either way, either way, uh, I think it's showing Jeff Jarrett's true colors a little bit, and I don't like it because I've never experienced that from Jeff Jarrett before. I don't have enough Jeff Jarrett under my belt, but it makes me see him in a different light. To be honest with you. No, I mean I think he's done it a few times in his career, really, in hindsight. Yeah, like, I don't any, like anytime that. he doesn't get something like his way, he just leaves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Well, and it doesn't help that your dad like always lets you do what you want. Right. Yeah. So. When you're when your father's a booker of the promotion where you've had your greatest success, you're probably not accustomed to not getting success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, last week's Raw, which of course featured the tag match that we didn't get a conclusion to on July 31st, got a 3.4 rating. Uh, so we're kind of going back to the mid threes. Uh, and the last bit of news here is the September 11th Raw. There was a rumor that there was going to be a Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels match, but that is not going to be happening. Of course not. So that would also, so September 11th, mind you, would be the first time Raw and Nitro would be head to head. Mm. So that might have been why there was maybe a rumor of that happening. That makes sense. Yeah. And now, now Bob, out of curiosity, I don't know if I don't think we've mentioned it, but have you noticed anything like about in the Observer when they started rambling about, oh, hey, Nitro is starting uh, in a month? Like, have has that been brought up yet? Um, in the Observer that I got those those notes from, it was uh, just confirmed that it was at the Mall of America. Okay. So the so talks I wanna, okay. Yeah, I want to say probably for like the last month or two, around probably June, that there was talk of a of a Monday show. I think, yeah, that's interesting. I'm just curious as far as if there was that rumor for that Brett Sean match, was the WWF like, oh, we know this is about to happen. They're, so we need... they're definitely aware. Okay, okay. That's what I wanted yeah. to know. Now, I guess originally Nitro was supposed to be a three-hour taping, the first two hours would be for WCW Saturday night. And the last oh. hour would be for Nitro, like the Nitro program. Mm. But that does not end up happening. Well, and from my understanding, too, I, I think you have even heard Vince, like, say it on, you know, interviews and stuff. But, like, the signing of Hogan and Savage and all that stuff, like, that was a big deal. But at the same time, I think Vince says that he didn't take them seriously. Uh, because again, they didn't have prime time. We're talking about a Saturday night sort of deal. As soon as it's announced and happens, you know, that now they're in prime time on a Monday night, wrestling night, that's when I think, and he's even said it, that they took it seriously. So for us to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, WCW's doing this and now they have Hogan. And it's like, yeah, but I can see what he means by, you know, it's still WCW though. So it's not really a big deal. But the fact that them switching over to Mondays, I, I'm really hoping that it kind of transforms Monday Night Raw pretty quickly. Like the first couple of shows, you know, whatever. But then they realize, hey, we got to uh, put our foot on the gas because these guys are going 150 miles an hour. I want to say oh. that enhancement matches for Raw still exist. Like they, they continue on. For a surprisingly long time. I believe it. Probably, I would say, what, early, uh, mid-96? 
pro- yeah. But yeah. even like sporadically after that, it's still uh, there'll still be random enhancement matches. Yeah, and that's from my memory too. I th- I feel like I I do remember that. But at the same time, I do think what matters is going to be shined on more, and that's that's what we've been waiting for for the last uh, you know two years. Yeah. So I you know I have hope that that is coming, which is nice. Yeah, and we're I want to say we're probably what maybe two or three months away from another influx of talent that yeah would be known for many many November years. yeah roughly yeah November for sure there's like I know three guys off the top, top of my head yeah that uh really kind of make a, make an impact so yeah uh let's go to some house show notes or I guess maybe big events from other companies as well uh WWF had a show in uh, Poughkeepsie New York Mid Hudson Civic Center August 2nd 1995 this is definitely a B show if I've ever seen one. Savio <laughs> Vega defeated Hakushi. The Smoking Guns defeated Jacob and Eli Blue. Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Mike Bell, who was a substitute for Razor Ramon. Oh. Jean- Jean-Pierre Lafitte defeated Duke Drossi. Skip defeated Aldo Montoya. Bob Backlund defeated Man Mountain Rock. And in your main event, Razor Ramon substituted for Bam Bam Bigelow to defeat King Mabel by disqualification. I don't know. There was some stuff on there that might be pretty good little matchups. I feel like I didn't hate that as much as I probably should have. But like, yeah, I agree. It, I, the more you kept talking, though, the more I hated it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. from my experience of watching various fan cams around this era, Vega Hakushi is probably okay. That's Lafitte, what I thought. Lafitte and Drosy could be decent. That's so, like, what I shockingly. Thought. Yep. And then probably the best match on the show is Skip against Aldo Montoya. That's what I thought too. That's so. why I was kind of drawn in because even the undercard stuff wasn't fucking steaming hot garbage exactly. this time around. It could it could have been a lot worse, I think. Yeah. So I think I might go to that show. I'm not going to that show, and I can't yeah. believe you just said you would go. I, I don't know if I'd go, but it's interested me a little bit. Would you go nosebleed? No. Well, would you guys? If yeah. you didn't know the substitutions, which you wouldn't, would you go nosebleed? So if I didn't know the substitutions, I'd get a Hunter Hearst Helmsley Razor Ramon and then a Bigelow Mabel main event. Bigelow Mabel main event. That's rough as fuck. That's that rough. if it were if I didn't know the substitutions and I thought it was Bigelow and Mabel, I would not go. If it was Razor King Mabel advertised, I might be more inclined to get nosebleeds. I'm getting nosebleeds still. I don't think I can justify it because the just the thought there's really one match on here that is really making it hard for me to even think about going. And it's Bob Backlund against Man Mountain Rock. Oh, well, absolutely. But, dude, that's your cool down before the main event. You go get food. You go get your merch. It's a perfect excuse. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. If Dallas were to text me and be like, hey, Bob, you want to go for that four-and-a-half-hour car car ride to Poughkeepsie, New York? I'd be like, no. Well, in, when you say it like that, now, if that was down, downtown and it's like a 10-minute drive away, 15 bucks, well, okay, I'll go. See, I don't think I can do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have other. Way- I have better ways to spend two hours and watch that show. <sighs> I know. I can think of so many ways. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a gem. Smoky Mountain Wrestling had arguably the biggest show in the company's history, and it was the Super Bowl of Wrestling in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Civic Coliseum, August fourth, nineteen ninety five. Uh, and there is this is quite a loaded show. There's a wide range of talent, so bear with me on this. 
Brian Armstrong defeated D'Lo Brown. The headbang the headbangers defeated Flash Flanagan and Chris Michaels. USWA Tag Team Champions PG-13 defeated Jackie Fulton and Curtis Thompson. The Punisher defeated Bob Arm- Bob Armstrong. Al Snow defeated the Midwest Territorial Champion Marty Jannetty. Mm. NWA, NWA World Champion Dan Severn defeated Bobby Blaze. Terry Gordy and Tommy Rich defeated Boo Bradley and the Mongolian Stomper. Brad Armstrong pinned USWA Heavyweight Champion Billy Jack Haynes to win the title. The Undertaker pinned Unabomb. Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey, also known as the Heavenly Bodies, defeated the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the Dirty White Boy and Tracy Smothers. And in your main event, WWF Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels pinned Buddy Landell. Hmm. That's not bad. I'd go. Hmm. Why does why does the main event jump out to me? Is there something significant about that match? Uh, Is it so, like surprisingly good or something? Yeah, I think it. I haven't seen it, or I don't know if I've seen it in full. I think I've seen clips of it on Smoky Mountain TV. I have this event on, uh, I think on my computer actually, or in in on DVD. Uh, but there, yeah, I think it's like uh, one of Buddy's like last final great matches, which isn't a surprise because it's Shawn Michaels. But there's also a memorable promo by Buddy Landell, which kind of effectively turned him babyface because he talks about his drug issues and stuff like that. Mm. So there might be some greater emotion to it. Yeah, um, there's something there because I recognize that match. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't know, Unibom would be Dr. Isaac Yankum, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Kane. Yeah. That'd be one of their first encounters. Uh I think Al Snow and Marty Jannetty's match gets a lot of praise. It goes nearly a half hour, 28 minutes and 35 wow. seconds. That's uh, pretty crazy. Wow. I know. And like the Heavenly Bodies against Dirty White Boy and Tracy Smothers gets, I think, a lot of praise as well. This is a show I've wanted to watch for a long time. I just. Well, and I was just going to say, it's too bad that we're so backed up on WCW stuff because I'd be absolutely down for a palate cleanser for some Smoky Mountain wrestling. I mean, it's like a bonus episode. Yeah, I would too, but I think this show is literally three and a half hours long. Yeah, mm, I couldn't do so, that. So, yeah, that would be a tough one to sit through for on a podcast because even if, even if I were to review that, it would probably take me four or five sits. Right. Just because of how long it is. Right. I mean, that's what I do with IWA Mid South shows when it's like four and a half hours. It's like, okay, that'll be up in about three and a half weeks because <laughs> I don't have time for that. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go to Philadelphia, ECW Arena, Russell Palooza. By the way, I'd go to that Super, that Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah, I would go. I'd, I'd go. probably get front row for that, honestly. I wouldn't get front row for that. I would. That's a stacked show for Southern wrestling. It's stacked. It's loaded. Loaded. They got, they got, they got 27 matches. It's stacked. That's right. Uh, all right, Philadelphia, PA, ECW Arena, August 5th. It's a sellout, 1,150 fans. And this is ECW's Russell Palooza 95. Uh, originally, ECW World Champion the Sandman was to wrestle Marty Jannetty, uh, but that did not take place. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Jannetty was on the show because, well, he was with the Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah. Makes sense. He took the bigger payday, brother. Yeah. Uh, JT Smith pinned Hack Myers. Val P- Pachuco defeated Tony Stenson. Big Dick Dudley, Dudley Dudley. And the ECW Tag Team Champions, Raven and Stevie Richards, defeated Tommy Dreamer 
Cactus Jack, who is a substitute for Luna Vachon, and the Pitbulls. Dean Malenko, Too Cool Scorpio, and Cactus Jack, who was a substitute for Chris Benoit, defeated ECW television champion Eddie Guerrero and the Steiner Brothers. Oh. Mikey Whipwreck pinned ECW world champion the Sandman in a, nine, a non-title Singapore cane match. And in the main event, New Jack and Mustafa, also known as the Gangsters, defeated Public Enemy in a stretcher match. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I'd, be going, I'd go to that one. Because you know what? The stretcher ain't a gimmick, buddy. Somebody's really going into the fucking <laughs> yeah, <tank> so, wagon. <laughs> someone's getting sliced up real good. Yeah. No, I'm I going just, to that. I just want to point out right now that this show, this should show everybody listening to this, our tastes in wrestling. Because Austin's like, yeah, I'll go to Nosebleed's Poughkeepsie show, but I ain't going to get good seats to the Super Bowl of Wrestling, which is a stacked show. And then for Russell Palooza, just because there's a stretcher match where New Jack is probably going to kill somebody, yeah, I'm definitely going to that show. Well, and not only that, but even some of the mixtures with fucking Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, you got Cactus Jack on the show, Mikey Whipcrack, Sandman is classic shit, you know? Yeah. So there's Raven. like a lot of people. Raven. Yeah, Raven Tom, Tommy, you know. So yeah, I'm definitely going to that. I, I, I mean, gonna, I, I'm I'm gonna go to it as well. But I just think it's funny that you're like, I mean, I would tell, yeah, Razor Mabel, sure, nosebleeds. But then you know, Heavenly Bodies against Dirty White Boy and uh, Trace. Nah, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. We'll see. Dallas <laughs> is like, Dallas is like, no, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't think so. Like, no, I said fuck? I'd go to that. Believable. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Um, I'm tainted, you know. I go for the names, and if yes, I yes, you do, and you know, I don't know enough about Smoky Mountain Randos, like Dirty White Boy. Like, no, like, what the fuck, no. Yeah, I understand that. I think when you compare all these cards together, and it's like, okay, do I want to see Razor and Mabel, or do I want to see some people get fucked up? Well, I want to go see people get fucked up. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. That show. Do I have the balls to go to an ECW show in 1995? I don't know. I ain't no. taking my wallet in. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't know. Either. That's no. true. Well, you better not bring anything with you because we've been to many shows where shit just gets stepped on and, like, who knows? It goes into three rows back, so you can't bring shit with you. No, you just, I'm getting it's Uber. Just you. Yeah, Uber's dropping me off, and I'm literally just having shorts and a T-shirt, nothing in my pockets, and just a ticket. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's go to what one of our staples here now is USWA, August 7th, 1995, Memphis, Tennessee, Mid-South Coliseum, and they get a pretty good gate here, 3,000 fans oh. for a whopping $17,000. Oh. Uh, there is nine matches on the card, so here's the, here's the rundown for this. Stephen Dunn defeated Gorgeous George III, Brian Lee defeated Axel Rotten, Bill Dundee defeated Pat Tanaka. Tommy Rich and Doug Gilbert defeated Tracy Smothers and Robert Gibson. Billy Jack Haynes defeated Brad Armstrong to regain the USWA championship. Frank Morell and Randy Hales defeated Jim Cornette and Mark Curtis. The Heavenly Bodies, Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Delray, defeated PG-13 to win the USWA Tag Team Championships. USWA Unified World Champion Jerry Lawler defeated Buddy Landell to retain the title. And in your main event... Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, PG-13, Tommy Rich, Doug Gilbert, and Billy Jack Haynes defeated Tracy Smothers, Robert Gibson, Gorgeous George III, Buddy Landell, Pat Tanaka, 
and the Heavenly Bodies in a Rage in a Cage match. Uh, oh, well. I think I, I think this is going to blow your mind, but I'm getting front row for this show. I, I think I'd be there with you. It's pretty strong for a USWA card. Yeah. Um, if I have to hear about Gorgeous George III one more time, though, I'm probably going to fucking throw up. I don't know why, but something about, I like, I just want to watch a, that one of his matches and then re- just realize how bad I hate it and then just get over it because, like, his, like, I, every time you say it, I'm like, oh. I, I hate got, it. I was like, oh, I got to check him out. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but no, I think I'm going to the front row for this show. I mean, a Rage in the Cage match with fucking 25 guys in it. Okay. Well, yeah, well, you got me with the Rage in the Cage. I'll give you that one. But there's so. some solid matches throughout. Yeah, I think that the Rage in the Cage is the blow off to the Smoky Mountain Wrestling USWA feud. Oh. Because there was a cross promotional deal going on. Gotcha. Okay. So that should be the conclusion for that. Uh, but if you want to watch Gorgeous George the Third, you can go on the WWE Network and find the ma- the Maestro or the Maestro. Oh. Okay. Uh, oh God. He had a very That's who short... it is. Yeah, he had a very short run. <laughs> Uh, or if you want to go on YouTube and just type in the Stro, I'm sure he still uh, is actively wrestling. So have fun with that. Oh my God. Uh, syndication notes: uh, there was only one match, uh, and I really wish it was on Raw, but oh well. August fifth, Superstars WWF Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels defeated Skip. Mm-hmm. So, Sounds like a Skip to me. Yeah. Interesting. Skip has it, seen uh, Skip has seen sunnier days. I was gonna say, was it for Sunny? <laughs> well, sunny you know, on a pole match. Yeah, pro- it probably was, and that's why Sean won. Maybe they Sun- tagged. They tagged. Wait, wait, wait. Sunny on your pole match. A classic. Mm. Wait, I, I think instead of watching Raw, I'm gonna watch this Rob Van Dam versus Gorgeous George the Third on All Star Wrestling for 20 minutes. Yeah, you don't need to do that. I might watch that instead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. August 7th, 1995 edition of Raw. The runtime for this is 46 minutes and 16 seconds. Uh, here's Shoot. a brief description. Uh, before defending his title against King Mabel at SummerSlam, WWF champion Diesel battles Sir Mo. Razor Ramon and Savio Vega look to finish what they started a week earlier as they once again challenge Owen Hart and Yokozuna for the Tag Team Championships. Plus... Fatu, comma, and more in action. Fantastic. I don't know what Dallas sent us for an image. He but... doesn't even look like Gorgeous George. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, know. Yeah. If that's, is that that's, actually that's him? him? That's definitely him. It looks like he's wearing a Halloween costume. Well, he's definitely fake Gorgeous George. I mean, there's no doubt about well, it. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no doubt about that. That's terrible. Uh... Oh all right. Well, are you guys on the WWE Network? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Just, ki- just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, dude. Let's get. Let's do this. I want to see uh, Mo and Diesel. Let's Mo, go. give me some Mo. I can't wait for them to have words with each other. Like the first little jump two video says, "Diesel yeah. and Sir Mo exchange words." Let's go. Yeah, great. Three, two, one, uh, play. I'm gonna count from five, and then uh, we'll get this going. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Yes, the World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years giving you a lot of bullshit for at least a few. 
Probably actually, 49 years. Mine starts off buffering, so that's great. Well, here we go. Flashback to last week of this tag team match that we have to suffer through. Hey, yo. I hope it literally picks up in the middle of the match because they just kept the tape rolling and then pretended to start it over. Hey, yo. Ayo, dude. Ayo. Suck on that. <laughs> oh, All right, what's your guys' time at? Um, I am at uh, 49, 50, 51 seconds. 52. Same. Yep. 53. 54. 55. 56. 57. 58. 59. Uh, an hour. I mean, a minute. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at big... Hour. I'm looking at big cool daddy and Mo here getting hyped the fuck up. Dallas, let oh, me know when you chair. get. Dallas, let me know when you get to. Okay, we'll do. As Mo is talking, well, I'm gonna fight you, WWF champion Diesel. Big, big cool daddy, daddy, fool. daddy, big daddy, 24, fool. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Cool. Yo yo, yo, yo Mo. Mo. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? Look at his eyes. They're bugging out of his head. Kevin Nash is such a cornball. Yeah. When he's not being Kevin Nash, it's so obvious. Well, yeah, it's like, I feel like when he tweets at people on Twitter, that's the eyes he's making at his phone. <laughs> he's like, oh, you want to you wanna go right now, you little troll? He's doing the big daddy cool eyes. Yeah, like the big, like, in yeah. the face, like. For sure. For sure. Okay, here comes Razor and Salvio. We're going to pretend that this match didn't just happen in front of this live crowd. I don't blame Razor for leaving. Honestly, I don't. I don't either. I would have too. I don't think I would have left if I was Kevin Nash. But. That's a good point. But you know what? If 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 uh, Diesel wasn't getting over... Or seemingly not getting over, and they're forcing him. I feel like he's got to kind of feel like crap too, you know. I feel like yeah, he, he's got to feel like a lost cause, so he probably wanted to do something else plus the money. I mean, well, and we're still talking. I mean, over six months away, so I can only imagine how Diesel nose dives in the next six months. So, well, I was gonna say when he around the time that he leaves, I mean, he's a heel, but he's like the cool heel, which what that's what he was in like '94, and, and that's what him. gets over, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I would have left too because for what WCW, he doesn't become a major singles guy until late '98. When he's broken, yeah, he's a tag yeah. guy with well, so. Um. So what I since we're talking about obviously the people jumping ship here, I, thinking ahead, and we'll mention this again once we get there. But I totally understand why Lex Luger left. Oh, oh my yeah, God, dude. I would have quit my first six months. I'd have said, you know what, dude? I know I signed a three-year deal or whatever it was. I, I'm I, out of here. I really, really get it. Like, it makes too much sense. Yeah. To see how he's, even just my time with you guys, it's been downhill. And it was bad when it started with him. So, well, and, and here's the thing. Like, I've never been a Lex Luger guy. I, I don't care for him at all. But I genuinely feel bad for him. Like, that's how bad it is. Yeah. 
Well, you know, Bischoff has gone on record saying he offered him a hundred grand, thinking he wouldn't take it. So Luger accepting that just shows you how desperate he was to get out of there. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And I don't know. I'm interested to see what he does early on in WCW. So I think that's going to be fun to see, to see how how much differently he's booked and does it really make a difference? Well, really, when I think of Lex Luger, he's a WCW guy. For sure. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree with that. He's probably WCW world champion within three months. I would not be surprised. That's usually how it works. Uh, Here we go. We're getting a regular lockup between Yokozuna and Razor Ramon. So that's just great. Yeah, we just fought 20 minutes ago, but here we are. I was just going to say, you can tell by their backs that they had just wrestled and they came back out to do another match. I well, bet it, <laughs> yeah, and you can tell by the hairs too. Like, Razor's yeah. hair is still soaked or re-soaked. And, like, you can tell Yokozuna's just freshly redid his. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you they put, like, a little filler match in between them just to kind of give them a little break and, like, give a little bonus time. So then the crowd could get excited again once they came back out. Yeah. yeah. Most likely. Yeah, it's uh, pretty obvious here. Here comes Savio, the uncrowned intercontinental champion. Uh, Rematch Jim, from King of the Ring here. Jim Cornette might have changed his suit, too. I can't I can't remember exactly what he was wearing, but I think he changed. So give him credit there. He might have. I like that Savio went under the wrong way on the fucking uh, arm wrench there. <laughs> Did you see that Savio is returning at Survivor Series? What? Yeah, he's uh, returning at Survivor Series for The Undertaker's final farewell. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm looking You're that right. up right now. Yeah, he is. WWE posted it? I believe so, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna what? Good, because well, we're over with Savio, so he better give us a shout-out on air. Yeah. He better come out in an Iquapod t-shirt. Yeah. The only one we've ever sold. Yeah. Dude, does anyone actually think that this is the last time we're ever going to see The Undertaker? Absolutely not. Okay. Just making sure. He's already retired three times. Has he? I think so. When you leave know. your boots in the ring, that's usually an indicator that uh, you're retiring. I don't know. Well, see, he never said it, though, so I'll give him credit there. Know. He's not Terry Funk who actually Yeah, that's true. What's with everybody's arm drags lately? In this match. Nobody knows which way to go. It's arm drags, and it seems like they're having difficulty with basic hammer locks. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. They're, they're overtired. Yeah. Poor Owen, man. What the hell? I would have left for WCW if I was him, too. Fuck it. He's had a fall, too. I mean, oh. end of 94, he's in the world title scene, and now he's in a makeshift tag team. Right. Ooh. Um. Just a oh, hold on, I've got to pop up. So it looks like uh, IWA Puerto Rico announced that Savio Vega would be um, heading to Survivor Series or attending. Um, uh, Quang or Savio Vega will be back in WWE this time to be present during the retirement of his great friend and brother, The Undertaker. Perfect. Um, so that's what the, um, and then it goes on a little bit. That's what IWA has. He uh, probably, dude, he probably bought a ticket to go to the show. Oh my God. And they're like, y- hey. Yokozuna was just announced as being 641 pounds. There he is, Savio Vega. So, so he's the- up 
He's up 141 pounds since the first episode of Raw. That's right. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah, that's not great. That's certainly not healthy. That was the one, remember, dude, really early on, that was like our one of our gimmicks. It's like, let's see how much they'll yeah. inflate Yokozuna's weight. Owen with the DDT, but can't get the three count. Yeah, well, the first increase, I think, was at King of the Ring 93, right? Yeah, and it wasn't a bit, it was what, maybe 50 pounds? I think it was 50, yeah. Yeah, so it was like a small jump, like, okay, maybe. But I knew they were going to do that from the beginning. I knew yeah. that they were going to inflate the weight, like, over the course of time. Yeah. Uh, Owen just got a near fall with a neck breaker, and now he's uh, got a the classic sleeper hold on Razor Ramon. As the fans start railing behind Razor, and he's going to elbow free after a couple of strikes. Oh, Insiguri by Owen. Owen's got a little muffin going, it looks like. Well, he's eating all that rice with Yokozuna, so yeah. I don't blame him, really. Got a bad influence. Right. Oh, here comes Yoko to help him out. Double headbutt. Double headbutt as uh, Dave is keeping Savio. <laughs> the nerve hold. Now, we're going to go to commercial here. Is he still going to have the nerve hold on? Oh. No, he doesn't. Wow, okay. Uh, do you think they had to have Yokozuna sit in the middle of the plane? Other one side, it would have crashed. <laughs> Oh, man. You think he yeah. had to sit in the aisle? I bet you they didn't even put him on the plane. No, there's no way. Well, just think just think about Yokozuna and see, okay? So when me and Bob got on a plane to fly down to, to Florida, <laughs> it, Bob, Bob's knees were in his chest, essentially. <laughs> so we did, right. not, we did not get the emergency exit seats. Now, I know Yokozuna, he's dealing with a different problem, uh, but I could, I could only imagine they'd have to put him at the emergency exit seat, but he's not going to be able to help any other passengers. They're going to be like, sir, if the plane goes down, are you willing to help out? And he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And well, then you know, he'll be like, but, you, but you're, you can't. You can't. <laughs> no, he could, though. He could be the raft. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Yeah, he could. Just he be could. like, Yoko, lay on your back. We're good. <laughs> he could be the door for Rose and Jack on the Titanic. Oh, oh the door. Yeah. <laughs> With that thing shoved up his ass, too. Yeah. But, he's... Well, actually, that thing can't really shove up his ass, so that means he probably can't get toilet paper up there either, meaning he's got shit in his pants right now. And that's oh, what's... I'm sure I think somebody said on a podcast before that I, maybe it was Jim Cornette or somebody, Fuji, had to, like, help him bathe. I'm sure. Somebody yeah. did. Whoever rode with Yokozuna had to, like, help him bathe. Yeah, that well, wouldn't surprise me. Well, since there's no way his arms could go behind him. Absolutely not. Him. And you can't even get in a bathtub, dude. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, so he no sponge way. baths for sure. Right. Absolutely. Or like the gym, like in the arena. Or he could do that probably. Sure. Just, yeah. So imagine Fuji uh, soaping up Yokozuna right now. Somebody, I, I, I want to almost guarantee that I've heard that before, that somebody was helping Yokozuna like get clean. Well, you know, to go back to your guys' thing about the planes, I bet you that if Yokozuna was on, you know, on, in a truck or something, that those trucks would never collide on the bridge on the parkway. No, they'd be way down enough to where it's <laughs> yeah. like, It would easy, be just easy. that couple inches down you need to get it yeah. under. That's right. Um, I'm willing to bet Yokozuna did not do a lot of plane travel. 
I don't think I, so. I doubt you even had to back in this time, though, because they were, I mean, between the house shows, you're going, like, literally town to town. I bet they weren't flying a lot. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. And even overseas, like, when they would do overseas tours, I feel like Yokozuna is rarely ever on those cards. Well, and, you know, if he was, he was on the cargo ship, so they just, they just took a little while. <laughs> had to ship him in and pay freight. I I think he, in, like, 90, 94, I think he made, a, a like, a trip, a trip to Germany, but not... Not really well, much outside know, of that. That USS Intrepid thing? Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that's his tour bus. Right on his ass. That's his tour bus. Vince still has the boat to this day to bring around Yokozuna's uh, ashes. Where is the USS Intrepid? Is it still in New York City? I have uh, no idea. That'd be cool to visit it. Here, let's do a Google. I bet you it's not. It's probably so. Owen Owen just slammed Razor and then he hit a diving headbutt like he's Dynamite Kid. But Razor powers oh. out at two. I think it is, yeah. We're at 13 minutes and 10 seconds into this Monday Night Raw. Oh, it's still in New York? Well, there's an intrepid sea, air, and space museum complex in New York. And I, I, I'm, so I'm assuming, yeah, it must be. The actual ship? I wonder if you can still even go on it. Probably not. Well, because here's the air aircraft carrier Intrepid, right? That's got to be it. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that's there it is. it is. That's what it is, an aircraft carrier. Oh, we got to do that sometime. We got to go there. That'd be cool. Not for the reason that it's there, but because... No. Because <laughs> Lex Lampio <laughs> go there. I'm trying yeah, to somebody, see... Somebody asked us, like, what's the meaning of... what's the What's so meaningful about this for you guys? And we would be like... Lex Luger slammed Yokozuna here. Or like, oh, they're like, oh, what brings you to the Intrepid? And I was like, listen, in 1993, yeah. something <laughs> major happened here. And they're like, oh, uh, a, new, a new exhibit? I'm like, no. Get your fucking back straight, or I'm kicking you off the ship. No, you know what? We would probably walk on there with wrestling shirts on, and then the people at the front desk or whatever would be like... <sighs> Luger Yoko. <laughs> yeah. Be like, okay, right this way. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, oh shit. Those guys. <laughs> it's every day. Oh, see, on board with safety. I'm trying to figure out if you can actually get onto it. Maybe the museum is on the ship. It very well could be, to it be could. honest with you. I bet you they have like memorabilia, like like flyers, maybe, and banners from that show. I guarantee you they do. There's oh, going to be at least some mention of it. Yeah, like a special event. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, back in the ring here, we got a double down. Razor crawls over to Owen to get a near fall here. Uh, it's been pretty back and forth. No real uh, clear-cut winners here. Yeah, this match is on fire. Look at this. Look at this. How fast he's going. Holy shit. Another Gliding double down. heads. Yeah. <clears throat> If you're booking, why don't you just have Razor and Savio beat the tag champs right now? I easily would, I think. Because it just makes too much sense. Right. Who, like, what tag team realistically would defeat Yoko and Owen? Uh, Blue Brothers. No. Well, the ones that should aren't even like a team anymore. Through fucking Bob Holly and one two three kid, they should be the tag team champions. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, but see, that's so long ago at this point. Like, I don't, I don't know if I would buy it anymore. Like, they would have had to been the, a team this whole time. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. 
That's what it should be. Savio cleaning house here, spinning heel kick on Yoko, and then a Savant kick on Owen. Looking pretty good here. Well, because you're not going to give it to the guns. They haven't done shit. No, they're they're not strong enough to justify at this point. No. If it were me, yeah. One, two, three, can Bob Holly would have been the champs. Oh. For Razor some pulls, reason, uh, Razor pulled out right. Owen and not Yokozuna. Yeah. Oh, no. Yoko coming off the ropes after a Samoan drop. He just leg drops Savio. Razor's right there, though. What is he doing? Are you for real? He didn't get there in time to break up the cover. So Yoko just pinned Savio did, clean. He ran around the other side of the ring. Dude. Yeah. To make it so he was slower. Yeah. Ugh. That... That was stupid as fuck. Well, this is moronic. Why would you originally pull down Owen? Wouldn't you want to trip the bigger guy? Who's, like, controlling the match? And could kill your friend? I hate that Razor was up standing at the edge of the apron and then went around to the other side to crawl in and make it look like he was too Yeah, late. that was bad. I hate that. Was that. Finish. that was a I thought that was a decent match, though. No, it wasn't bad. And I really, I'm really enjoying Savio Vega. I hated him as Quang, but as Savio, he's he's doing very well. Oh yeah. The report time card. for the report card. Can we just get an in-ring debut? I'm sick of this bullshit. No. I like that fake nail grind. I feel bad for whoever married that motherfucker. Jeez. Tame work. His handwork is terrible. <laughs> we just seen on Wa some teamwork. Why is he? I don't like how he's talking so slowly and and like emphasizing every word. I I like that he's looking like it, like the other. He's just like in the space. It, well, he's talking as if there's students in front of him, but like right in front of him on the floor. Like he's yeah. like, yeah. I don't. I think Joe Sweet ripped his gimmick off of this guy. I'm starting um, to think. Screech, could you uh, text uh, me and Austin when you listen to this episode and tell us if you agree? Um, I don't know if Screech is actually watching. I think he's just listening. Okay, well, Screech, go and watch the August 7th, 1995 edition of Raw and tell me that ain't Joe Sweet. I just don't like that it's it's Shane Douglas, but he's got to do bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty lame. Could, could you imagine if Shane Douglas came out one night and was just like, cut the fucking music. Ripped off the cardigan. Francine's out there Francine with her tits came hanging out. out. Yeah. T. Spell tits. Two T's, yes. Tit T's. T stands for hangman. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible twos? Oh, fuck, it is. Oh, wait. Twosome. What if he had spelled that wrong? Okay. Dismiss. Okay. Yeah, this this fucking gimmick sucks. Speaking yeah, of gimmicks that suck, here's <laughs> Dr. Isaac Yankum's uh, disgusting teeth. Literally. So look at Sir Mo. <laughs> it looks like, looks like the they playground. cut and copied that paper on his face. Like a, somebody else's face. They just put it on his yeah. body. There's Diesel high-fiving Shawn Michaels in the hallway for literally two seconds for just, why not? Go get him, buddy. Go get Sir, Sir Mo. Oh, I hate those x-ray things. 
Yeah, they make you bite down on that shit. Yeah, and it cuts your gums out. Yeah. yeah. We're going to use him like the lead vest to cover his face when they x-rays. Yeah. And it shows his skeleton. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Wait, he's not even got the camera hooked up to anything. No. Dude, yeah, he's taking x-rays. Yeah, but you got to aim it up to the little thing to... Yeah, he's not doing it right at all. Smile. Hey, good thing he's COVID prepared. He's using it as a Polaroid. Jesus. Do you think that's just like the bullshit 50 cents things that you can just... 100%. Oh, shit. Make a difference. Fod 2 coming out. I'm pissed. You can be just like me. Make a different think positive. That's right. Be smart. Oh, Tony Tony DeVito. DeVito. He looks like a monster, dude. Speaking of Tony DeVito, so the other day I I was doing a magazine uh, recap. And Tony DeVito fucking wrote into the Pro Pro Wrestling Illustrated like mailbag section and was like, I should be in the top 500. I'm going to show you why. (laughs) And they they printed it. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. It's like, give me a break, man. Uh, Fatu's um, attire looks like a a kid just like scribbled on a piece of paper and he was like, yep, make it. I don't like his hat being all puffed up on top. The ball sack stocking cap on his head. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, if he's got a, that's like, he's kind of got the iron cheek look. Uh, Austin knows what I'm talking about with the, <laughs> with the <laughs> when I met him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not into it at all. And it's just well, like a little like. Hmm. I thought Fatu was the type of guy who, who didn't like wearing boots and he didn't understand how they worked. Now he's wearing boots, no problem. Dude, now you see why I fucking hate this. It's such a far departure from his original character. It makes well, no sh- sense. They shouldn't have done it so close. They should have kept him off for a while if they were going to yeah. do this. Right, 100%, yeah. It's oh. so stupid. Wait, he was going to hit him in the nuts, but he thought smart. He's thinking positive. Thinking Instead, positive, he's going to lock him in a figure four leg lock. Charles Robinson's pushing him away. Jack Doan. <laughs> Charles Robinson. Not Charles Robinson. Jack Doan. I hate this Fatu. This Fatu sucks. Well, I, I hope Tony DeVito wins. Yeah. So if this guy, so if this Fatu is against like street gangs and stuff, that means that the gangsters need to come out, oh. set up three tables on the floor, and New Jack dives off the turnbuckles and puts him through it. Yeah, I'm so, here for that, man. Fucking stretcher match. Oh, Lawler's calling him pudgy. There's irony there. Yeah. Yeah, this sucks. This Fatu sucks. I want the Rikishi where he's in a thong and he gives people stink faces. No, I want fucking Samoan fucking Islander shit. No, man. I want the one where it's, uh, I ran down Stone Cold Steve Austin and I'm still going to wear a thong. (laughs) And you, and you have to, you should, you should boo me. (laughs) Cause I don't dance anymore. Cause I don't wear, I don't dance anymore. And you you see my disgusting ass. I did it. And then. (laughs) <laughs> oh, a diamond cutter. Hello. Okay. Bang. Ace crush. Self high five. Oh, 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 What's shit. Doing? Look at these moves. 
Holy it's fucking holy. road dog underneath there. How he's many shaking. gimmicks is he stealing right now? Well, he's shaking his fupa in there, and now he's going to do the fupa drop from the top rope. <laughs> Here we go, and... Oh. He overshot it. He sure did. One, two, three. That was a good splash off the top, though. It's just a bad gimmick, man. Fatu's a good work. Papa, Dolly... What does that sign say? It says, this Fatu fucking sucks, and I There's agree. There's Farrah Fawcett ringside cheering for Fatu. I'm gonna in my rebooking of WWF. I'm gonna make him my world champion. Well, Someone email him. Steel box. And Steel then, the, and then the heel turn seven. will be that it's revealed that he's been a drug smuggler for the past three years. Wait, why is Fatu wearing a fanny pack under his tights? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, uh, you can send uh, the WWF fundraiser donations because they're definitely gonna donate it. They're definitely not gonna take it for themselves. All right. Well, okay. So I guess Todd Pattengill is going to be doing a. Uh, he's going to be talking to Gorilla Monsoon about something regarding SummerSlam. That was the first time we've seen Gorilla Monsoon in a very long time. A long time, yeah. Here we are. It's me, Todd Pattengill. Uh, Todd Pattengill has. He must have taken one of Jim Cornette's suits from his closet. Yeah, but other than that, he's looking kind of normal. Yeah, but if ninety percent of you is looking kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> well. August 27th. This, yeah, this is going to be a good Sunday coming up here. It's going to be SummerSlam. Diesel oh, can't wait for this against event. King Mabel. Hell yeah. I'm buying that. I'm buying the show. If that was the main event, I'd buy it. What do you think they told Kevin Nash when he was like taking that picture? So now Nash. you servants and wenches bow down. Do you like Moe's cardboard cutout fucking crown? Well, I, I wish that there was like noticeable like creases in them. That way you could like tell it's like paper. This Don't worry. Like I said, this is the most we're ever going to hear, hear Mabel talk in his entire career ever. Oh, there's some kind of royal plan. And tonight's the first step. Okay. If, really if your royal Mo? plan, yeah, if your royal plan involves Mo, beating Diesel, you're fucked. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. Fucked. yeah, you're a fucking abort idiot. plan. Think of a new one. You think they were like, "Hey, Diesel, look sexy for this picture," and he's like, "All right, let me get my hair and my face a little." I can do that. Oh shit! Yeah, Wait, so you you'll remember before it was Shawn Michaels against Psycho Sid. Oh yeah. But now it's Shawn Michaels against Razor Ramon in a ladder match. Now, there's real no context other than, None. hey, these guys had a ladder match last year at WrestleMania. We'll do it again. Here's Gorilla Monsoon. Well, what, what did they say? Did they say anything about why it's not Sid now? I missed it. Uh, I think he's going to kind of give us the reason right now. Gorilla oh, okay. Monsoon's like, it's a happening here, Jess. We're here in uh, Trump Plaza for WrestleMania 5. He's the interim WWF president. Yeah, because they fucking fired Jack Tunney's ass. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to give us a real reason, but you'll remember, Dallas, on the Observer Notes, how I I noted all the matches, and Meltzer was like, well, this is going to be one of the worst work rate matches because Skip and Barry Horowitz was like the best match. Mm, so they yeah. likely changed it to Sean and Razor because they're like, we have to have at least one good match. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So 
I get it. But the, then when that means we're not going to get the blow off unless they're going to put it to in your house three, maybe, which I guess would be fine. He just announced that Alundra Blaze will be wrestling Bertha Faye. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Was that God really the main it. point of the segment? Is like, hey, Grill, we need you to go on there. And do, yeah, ladder match, but also Alundra Blaze, Bertha Faye. Cool. Here we go. My main event, Bret Hart, Isaac Ankum, DDS. Look That's at that cool. picture of Kane in like a dress shirt. <laughs> No, this it's, is... Bre- it's Bret Hart and Tom. Yeah. <laughs> that picture of Yankum is probably... He's in Vince's office, and they just told him the gimmick, and they're like, how happy are you? And he's like, so heavy. <laughs> Undertaker and Kama, finally. I feel like we've been waiting for that for six months. Since, like, Royal Rumble, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it literally feels like it's been yeah. the entire or WrestleMania time. at the very And there's time. been barely any promotion. It's just you <laughs> yeah, see the creatures nothing. of the night and that ringside. Yeah. In pain, I will then eat your flesh, and you will rest in peace when I shove the stick up to your asshole. And you will become Brian Knobs because your asshole will be so large. No. Oh, no. We don't no, dude. <laughs> no. No. Do you like how they spared no expense for the setting of that Undertaker promo? <laughs> it was literally just in a dark room with like fake window lights. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. One of my favorite promos is an ECW promo where Taz is literally in a broom closet. <laughs> it's awesome. I like how they were usually shot in like the basement of the hotels they were staying at and shit. No, it was in the basement of uh, Paul Heyman's mom's house. Well, yeah, yeah, like the the jump cuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But... Okay, we're back to the arena, and it's very dark. I hope it's Techno Team 2000, but... We've seen them one time. Twice. They're ringside. Well, rustling once. Well, they're my favorite tag team in 95. So. Yeah, Guys, right. commas in action next. Okay. Thank God. Oh, what's this? From what Hollywood, this? California. 260 gold dust. Gold dust is two, two, really? 260? He, he gained a little extra weight. Yeah. Kama getting the jobber entrance. He's already in the ring, but the music is playing. Speaking of thick. Yeah, we got a a little uh, gold dust vignette there. That's what, our second or third one? Third, I believe. Uh, Yeah, I think so. They started right after In Your House, I think, right? In Your House. Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. Creatures. Here's the same storyline we've been doing for three years. We just have a wreath at ringside, and that's supposed to scare you. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, who's Undertaker fighting? Oh, a big guy? Okay. Oh, do we want to overuse Undertaker on TV? No? Okay, wreath. Oh, Sid's on the phone. Yes, I am, Vince McMahon. I just threw out the last pitch of the game, and I'm ready to talk. (laughs) I just ran from left field to this payphone. Let me tell you something about Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, he can't throw a softball as good as I can, and he ain't going to snap his leg like I can. So just hold on tight, because I'm going to show you guys some crazy shit at SummerSlam when I jump off that ladder and try to grab the belt. Uh, <laughs> Sid, you're not in the match anymore. Uh, what, do, what do you mean, goddammit? Because I wanted the summer off doesn't mean I didn't want to wrestle at SummerSlam. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Sid, uh, you've been uh, replaced. So uh, Razor Ramon is uh, now in the ladder match. Well, uh, well you know what, Mr. McMahon? Um, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> 
McMahon. <laughs> That's shockingly almost exactly what he's saying. I totally believe it. <laughs> oh, man. He thinks that Sean got himself out of the match. Hey, he did you know? Him. Did you know that Troy Haste was a? Uh, he's a two-time. Oh wait, yeah, two-time USWA Tag Team Champion. Really? He sure was. Yeah. What? What he, is? What name does he also go by? Uh, Phantom Sh- Sorrow. Phantom mm. Sorrow. Mm, that's a classic. Kama just won it with an armbar. Of course uh, he did. I could see him making Undertaker submit to an armbar. Well, yeah. let me tell you something, because um, I just talked through this t- two-minute match about how pissed I am, and Kama just... Okay, Kama... I can't do it. So Kama just jumped out of the ring, and his fucking necklace flew off. <laughs> his out of his neck. I like that Kama's got two mustaches shaved on the side of his head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that oh, match cool. sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great. Warning. You're a mark. Man. Response. Uh, you want to fight? I don't have a daughter young enough for you, Jerry Lawler. Oh. But if you want to have a match, we could do it. We could still fight. But they're Why? all too old for you. Oh, God. Why is this being promoted right now? Jerry Lawler and Shawn Michaels next week on Raw. Are you fucking kidding me? The big mouth. Okay. Next week, 9 p.m., 8 central. Why can't they just get over the Jerry Lawler shit and keep him at the fucking table? Who knows? We're at 33 minutes and 45 seconds, and this appears to be the main event. Oh, that was a cute little girl. So if Sir Mo gets 13 minutes of action here, I'll be shocked. Hey, do you guys want to buy this uh, Shawn Michaels t-shirt? Look, it says all of his things on it. God's gift to women, to the mat, sexy boy. Michaels is in a... Vince, all these things on here are all the STDs that Shawn Michaels is cured from. You see right here he had syphilis. Uh, The other one here is general (laughs) herpes. Uh, Yeah, so the cold sores are fine, though, so they're good. Uh, That Shawn Michaels shirt sucks. Oh, here you go. Do you want to buy this okay. magazine that has a cage on it? We haven't seen a cage match in at least eight months. So. Well, yeah, well, we did see. Um, didn't we see Tatanka and Luger in one? Oh, fuck. Yeah, we did. Well, that so, wasn't that picture. So whatever. Yeah, that was from SummerSlam 94. This is stupid. Yo, where, where's the King Long t-shirts? Vince is like, well, damn it. Um. We had to take him down because the cops called me and said you were uh, around to school again, so. (laughs) (laughs) It goes big, cool daddy. It's like he said it the way Vince would say it, too. Diesel's been doing too many podcasts in a row, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Can't take it. (laughs) We're watching WCW again tonight or what? Gordon Sully needs to come back out. (laughs) 
Uh, it was just so off the cuff, and then it just cut. The segment was over. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Uh, I'll tell you what's not going to be really good is this next match here. No, this is not going to be good. It looks like Diesel needs to re-dye the old goatee. No, see, this might be an unpopular opinion. I love yeah. gray Kevin Nash. Well, well yeah, but... gray when it's all gray. Well, yeah, right. you got to start somewhere, though. Yeah. Yeah, well. Like, all gray or short hair Kevin Nash is the way to go. Well, when you're leading the new generation, you probably can't afford to have a gray beard. Well, right. the new generation's dead at this point. Every new person they bring in sucks. Every new person they bring in is 46 years old. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Mo's like, I got to tag in Mabel. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely don't like obviously dyed black haired diesel. Well, yeah, I agree with that. No, yeah. What Most are the tra- chances that Mo gets significant offense here on Diesel? Fucking yes. zero. No, it's gonna. Diesel will kind of work and he'll let him punch him in the corner a little bit and then he'll beat the shit out of him after. I want Mo to put him in an abdominal stretch. That way he can look like a child hanging onto his father's leg. <laughs> like, Come on, Dad. Can we go can we go to the water park? This is probably Mo's biggest match of his entire career, right? Yeah, I was like, did you see this match or something? Because he's doing exactly what you said he would be doing. <laughs> <Don't you>? <laughs> <laughs> he's just beating him up in the corner with his right hands. He's pre-watched. Yeah, I had to prep for the show, so I actually just watched this episode of Raw moments before we got on. I knew it. Well, I, I don't know s- why you would torture yourself in watching it again. Yeah, really. If I were you, I would just keep notes and be like, I think we're at this point. Remember when this happened? Or just pretend you were watching it, but you're reading it off your notes. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand the Charlie Brown logo on most tights. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like a it's like a painted Easter egg. Yes, one hundred percent. It's no, like the I... pre stencil paper that comes in the package that nobody uses except like really little kids. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's it's like when you have when you leave paper out and it hits water and then it eventually eventually goes brown, but it's like a squiggly brown. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh fuck. And it's gold and purple. Yeah. It's royal, brother. <sighs> well, he, he's got a full diaper tonight. So Mabel forgot to change him before the match. So <laughs> he's got the Fatu going on. Yeah, he does. He's got a fanny pack on. A full, a full diaper. Diesel drops down Mo near the ropes for some reason because now he doesn't know what to do because he's too close to the ropes. I thought he was going to throw him outside the ring for a second. He's like, God damn it. I'm in a big booty. Oh, I'm going to do the Jeff Jarrett second rope move. What? Oh, I hate that. Well, I, he uh, did it very awkwardly, too. That wasn't yeah. good. How much do you want to bet that Mo sandbags every slam and pickup? Mm-hmm. That's part of the royal plan. Yeah, yeah. he definitely does. Just because he doesn't even know. Not because he's, like, trying to screw Kevin Nash. That, yeah, was, just not, that was fucking bad. Vince goes, that should be it. But then Mo dumps out of the ring after a really shitty-ass big boot. Well, he was going too slow. Nash got too close to him and, like, couldn't even get his leg up to kick him. Yeah, yeah that sucked. Who I, hope, 
I hope this gets a Skinner Undertaker treatment, and then we can just assume that Sermo won. Right. I don't know who on paper was like, yeah, this will be a good main event. Bruce Pritchard. Well, maybe. Well. Mabel's out here now, guys. This is getting intense. I'm feeling a little, a little nervous about what's going to happen to Diesel here. Diesel's like, Tim White, go shoot yourself. Come on, Mabel, let's fight. <laughs> Tim White, go shoot yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the cops called me and you were hanging around schools again. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> then the segment's over. Oh no, what's Mabel doing? He's oh wait, Shawn Michaels coming in. He's taking the long way around the ring, so Sean has time to get down to the ring. Yeah, what was he was right there. He went all the way around. Sean's out here now with his hat on. He's competing with Mabel's hat. It's a hat off. For sure. Oh, Diesel under the post. That's it. Mo's about to get a fucking Tell win. me. Tell me. There's no way. There's no, no. way. I'm not even gonna say it. There's no You're way. You're not gonna say it. I think Jean-Pierre Lafitte should come out and steal both their hats. Maybe it will awesome. continue next week. Oh, thank God. That's not <laughs> next week. Oh, my God, no. Mabel's now holding his crown for some reason. He just took it off. He's holding it. He's, He's like, mad. God damn it. Don't step on this cardboard crown I got from Boyga King. Let's He's go. Mad. There's no way. There's just no way. Oh, God damn it. King, you ready for this match? Okay, Mo, look at that. Oh, kick out. Ah, what a maneuver. What a maneuver. All right, I'm got the chin lock of doom. Yeah, I'm nervous. I can't believe this match has gone this long. It was wow. fucking Mo, dude. I think we Mo. got at least one more match after this. Probably tag team action. No, I'm pretty sure this is the main event there, buddy. It's 40 oh. red, almost 42 minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. That sucks. I hope the rating's like a fucking two four. A fucking dud. I hope it's I I hope it's a four point five. It's like Bob was reviewing it, but he was really tired, so it's a dud. He's I don't care, dud. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes when I sometimes when I review stuff, I am tired. I am way more negative. Yeah, I know you are. I know you. How could you be positive about something when you're miserable? I don't care, dud. I don't care. Bob's sitting there reviewing it. He's like, "Fucking Mo's not fucking moving right, guys." I'm getting pissed. It ain't happening tonight. Doesn't Done. even watch the rest of the fucking match. Just dud and <laughs> yeah. then keeps going. Keeps going, yeah. Um, Mo just missed an elbow drop that looked really shitty. So that's what's going on in the match here. Oh, well, it is Mo, so that shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> oh my God, a tilt to war head scissor. Oh, no. No, it's a side slam for Diesel. That could be it, but he's going to stand up and do his fist thing. Where he's going to be like, yeah. Bah. Honk your horns. Big cool daddy. No, he Here's only wants with big boots now, apparently. Although How many times does he hit a big boot in this match? Like six? Yeah. Well, two at least, but the first one was really bad. Yeah. There it is. Play to the hard cam. Smart man. Mabel's like, How is this not working? Come on, Mo. Holy oh. fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I that was that was looking bad, but he got him up. <laughs> when Mo landed, he looked like he touched an electrical fence. <laughs> yeah, Diesel wins clean with the powerbomb, but Mabel attacks with a clothesline. Where's Sean? And a leg drop. There's Sean. Finally. Mabel Mabel beat Shawn Michaels into the ring. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, right. 
Standing drop kick sends Mabel to the floor by Sean. Yeah, Mabel just Diesel's not about to do a standing drop kick. Oh, oh! Well, Mabel catches Sean on a crossbody attempt, and he's losing his footing. And then rams Sean into the ring post. That was so times. Oh, and it slams him on the ground. I thought he was about to go through the announce table. So did I. That was really close. And here comes Diesel. Diesel what with an axe fuck? handle off the top rope. That he could have just snapped his knees backwards like that one backyard wrestler right there. Oh, God. He's doing lucha. Okay, yeah, Mabel, gonna... holding his crown. I'm going to have a belt on here soon, too. That's I tried to avoid watching that backyard video, but so many people shared it. That I had I, to watch it. I had I watched saw. it more than once, and I showed Kaylee and everything. Oh, it was bad. What is this? You haven't seen it? I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't looking uh, it up again. Bob, you do it. I'm not Where doing did it you either. see it? On Facebook? Everywhere. It went, it went viral. This dude... I'll try to find it and send it to you. It's I don't recent? Want... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very recent. Like within this... the last week? Um, Month. Weeks. Oh, yeah, then I haven't seen it. This guy jumps off. He's taunting. No, it's, it's backyard wrestling. Okay, this guy jumps off the middle rope. And he spins around. And I don't know how it happens, but he lands. And then his legs are just like, nope. His legs bend and backwards. He double Sid Vicious himself. No, it was his knees. It wasn't his, his like, bone. It was his knees bent yeah. backwards and his legs, like, broke. Yeah, oh, wow. Weird. It's fucking nasty, dude. Um, Sean is up after getting absolutely destroyed by uh, by Mabel. He's, fine. He's selling it, though, which is good. Well, Diesel kind of helped him up. It looks yeah. like they're going to kiss and then have hot sex after the match. but Well, they're going to. Very dead. Oh, look, Sean's hobbling over to King, which is, seems like a bad idea. After he's going to super kick him. Give me a break. Oh, no. Jay Law is saying he's going to finish Shawn Michaels. That's inappropriate. Oh, I thought he was going to go over there and super kick him at the announce table. Dude, you don't know. You've never seen wrestling before. Yeah, I don't know nothing. All right. That plays us out with the argument between King and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, so that's uh, next week's episode will be uh, Lawler and Shawn Michaels. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this episode took way longer than 45 minutes. Uh, I didn't think that at all. I thought that went uh, rel- relatively quick. Dallas is on mute, so... Yeah, sorry. Uh, I think uh, I thought it went pretty quick too. Actually, I was surprised when we got when I looked and it was like forty one. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. I mean the tag the tag title match was fine. Then the comedy match that was Sermo in a main event with Diesel was uh, enjoyable, just for the sense of you know I could laugh. I don't know if I was doing a lot of laughing as far as like the actual product goes. I think I was just kind of rolling my eyes. I was doing a lot of laughing from the shit you guys were saying. Yeah. But I don't know. I just really, you put that, that's your featured man main event. Mo. Yeah, I agree with that. There's really no excuse. Well, the only reason why it's the main event is for the aftermath. No, I know, but there's for me, there's no excuse for that. I mean, come on. Yeah. Totally. I, no. I no. thought I would say that that was an average average show, not, not too bad. 
I agree with that. I don't think it was awful. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it lacked, well, star power for one. And your world champion on it. Yeah, but like. And your tag champs. And Riz Ramon. And, and Fatu. I don't, I don't know. That wasn't bad. I don't think that was a bad show. It had Fatu on it, comma. Why doesn't Brett ever fucking wrestle? Ever? He did. He just fought Hakushi the night after in your house. What are you talking about? Yeah, for like the first time on Raw in like two months. So what? Like, what are you doing? You can't overexpose the guy. Well, that's your star. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that the whole build with him and, and Isaac Ankum has been just vignettes of Isaac Ankum. Just him. Yeah. Brett hasn't commented on it once. It's more or less yeah. King pulling the strings. So it's still right. Bret Hart and, and King. Yeah. No, you're right. So I don't know. It's just... Uh, fuck. Yeah, I think that's kind of funny. Um, I'm interested to see Yankum in the ring. I mean, I assume his first match is just going to be at SummerSlam. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely what's going to be because they want to hype you up that the dentist with the bad teeth is going to be able to have a decent match. So that should be interesting. Um, I'm over, way over the Yokozuna Owen Hart team. Like, dude, just enough with that. It's so stale. They don't do anything. Cornette cuts the same promo for him because they get no material to work with. Yeah, It's just so tired at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, for this week, why not just fucking put it on Ramon and and Savio? Why not spice it up? Savio would at least be my intercontinental champion right now. Well, that's another thing. He should have won that. Yeah, and did the night after what King of the Ring? Right, he got a shot at it. I would have had him win it right there. Sure, why not? Why the fuck not? Yep. Just because Sean doesn't need it. Exactly. I think it takes away from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But you can't try to elevate him and then revert him back to exactly. the Intercontinental Championship. It just doesn't exactly. make sense. Yeah. This, no. At least not so quickly after doing the elevation. No, maybe on the back nine, you know, yeah. not on the fucking, you know, he's going for main event status. Yeah. It's like they're treating it like it's a, it's a par five for a golf analogy and they just hit it into the bunker and now he's going for a triple bogey on a par five when it should have been a, a hole in, a shot. hole a hole in one on a par three yeah you know they just overcomplicate it so yeah i don't but know that's that's wwf 95 for you yeah you do you're trying you they try to sit there and say you know we're, we're we'll create new stars and if we really said if we really thought about it we could probably make a decent list of things that they should have done to elevate guys. And make stars. And make stars. And then they just don't do it. I think one of my uh, my best examples is you take a kid like one, two, three kid. And yeah, sure, you you make him an overnight sensation. That's great. But between injuries and middle-of-the-road bookings, and matches against guys who cannot work his style. And what do you have? One, two, three kid is barely ever on the shows. Yeah. And when he is, what he's doing doesn't matter. 
There should be no reason why one, two, three kid hasn't won an IC championship at least one time under his belt. And is like a, a focal point of your shows. Cause who else is wrestling like, like one, two, three kid? Nobody. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's just one example. Yeah, I don't many. understand why he hasn't been on either, though. That doesn't make any sense because he's like a good worker, and they're just like, meh. Unless it's just because he got injured a couple times with those concussions, and they just trying to tone and him I'll down a little bit. I'll give him that. But. You know, I'll give him that that he's kind of derailed for different reasons. But at the same time, dude, if he's healthy, you need to work him in any time you fucking can. Now, but I wonder how much it hurts him that. In your house, he lost to Rody clean, and then Rody left the company 45 minutes later. Well, and that's the thing, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know. I just think WWE has made very bad talent investments in the last year. Very bad. Yeah. Like, why did we think of a position like King Kong Bundy's? Somebody else you could have put in that position who's young and hungry and ready to go. And you could have made a star with Ted DiBiase as his manager. Instead, you brought the guy who main evented, Wrestle, main evented WrestleMania fucking two, King Kong Bundy. Come on. There, it just makes no sense. Bam Bam's another guy. Yeah, he's not super young. Not an up-and-comer, no-name. But he could easily be a bigger star than he is. Easily. Yeah. And again, for literally no reason, he's not. Because of either booking or backstage shit or whatever it is. But again, that's just another bad investment. Adam Bomb. Yeah. Why yeah. wasn't he a fucking main eventer? Has the look, the size, the ability, the charisma. Not a Vir- great talk. Virgil. Well, you know, that's where you lose me, but. Come on, Virgil. I don't know. It's just, and then they put they put all this time and energy in a guy like Quang, or a gimmick like you know fucking Bastion Booger, who's getting all this TV time, and just random fucking garbage where it's gonna lead nowhere, and they know it's gonna lead nowhere. Well, I think their their big problem is uh, they they had a feeling that. Every wrestler needed to have an occupational job. It does seem like that. Well, I think it's just, it's a bit of a stretch. Well, and I think maybe the reason they do that is to come up with like, maybe it's easier writing wise. Like, oh, what is a dumpster guy going to do? Well, of course he's going to hit him with a trash can. You know what I mean? To make it easier on themselves so they can like be on lazy autopilot. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. But you know what? I would, I definitely prefer the more cartoony era of like, you know, 91, 92, where they're cartoon characters, essentially. This era is more like you're, you're thinking, who would win in a fight, my eye doctor or my trash man? Right. I don't right. know. Meanwhile, right. it's like, who would win in a fight, a dinosaur or a lion? You know, you're gonna have more creative freedom with the dinosaur versus the lion than hmm, what would my would the my eye doctor like blind my trash man with teardrops or something? I don't know. Yeah. What would See, happen? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's just you, it's just nothing is translating well. 
Could you imagine a heated debate at your lunch table? Be like, no, dude, dude, no. The gym teacher could definitely kick the science teacher's ass. Like, what are you talking about? And I can prove it to you on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> when Skip when... faces the fucking Isaac Yang. <laughs> yeah, like, duh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's not good. It's it's programs that are not compatible. No. Um, and the, really, the things that are most over are people that are very far departed from that. Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon, Diesel, Bret Hart. Well, Diesel's, Diesel does have an occupational job. He's a truck driver. Yeah, but it's a loose interpretation. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of it's kind of a truck driver. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I would see. I feel like Vince booked it. Like, what if a truck could wrestle? He's not gonna be the truck driver. He's gonna be the truck. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I know. I that's know. that's what they're going for. Yeah, I think he gets kind of a pass, but really, everybody else, there's no excuse. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I don't know uh, what else you guys have for this episode. I thought it was the average show. Not not too bad. It kind of continued things on in a in a positive way. So, which is good because it didn't feel like a wasted episode. No, I don't. I don't like that we didn't see Sid. We just heard him over the phone. I kind of like it. That no, we just heard man. Because I can envision him at a payphone. Yeah, just screaming yeah. into it, putting more quarters into it, saying, "I need another minute and a half so I can yell at Vince McMahon for taking me out of the Intercontinental Title match at the pay per view." Well, yeah, Imagine- I don't think he. Oh my god, he doesn't need to be at everything. So I think, like every show like that, I think that this was a good use for this. Now, I, I, I'm sure when we do see him, he's going to be pissed and he's going to start like beating the shit out of people. So I don't know. I'm okay with it. I don't know. Here's my thing and why I don't like it. Okay, what is what is the thing that realistically gets Sid booked on a show? His size, his look. The way he looks. Yeah. Right. So if he's over the phone, how effective is it really? Because he ain't a good talker. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't talking me into the building. You if say he's that standing though. in the ring. You yeah. say that though, but what's more memorable, Sid's promos or Sid's matches? Well, I think not, mm, not ninety five, dude. Come on, no. I don't know, man. No, name me a memorable Sid Vicious nineteen ninety five promo. The one where he was giving us a history lesson. Mm. Oh yeah, that was funny. Mm. I don't and know. the one where he was like, uh, "Let me restart." And I'm sorry, pal. We're live. And he's Listen, like, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna buddy. kick your butt." Wasn't even shown. Yeah, that'd be a good one though. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think maybe you guys are, are being a little too easy on this episode, but I'll let no, you. I have. think you're. I think you're being too harsh. Maybe. You're just so used to being negative. You, we could watch WrestleMania 17 right now, and you'd be like, "That show sucked." I think WrestleMania 17 is overhyped, and I'll say that on the fucking record. Okay, right. well that is going to conclude this episode then, because you're clearly delusional. I'm going to say it right now. What's your favorite WrestleMania then, you son of a bitch? Ooh. Dude, I have no idea. Um, I have kind of a weak spot for, like, I don't even know. I like 19. 
Yeah, I like 19 a lot. 19's all right. I even kind of like 20. 20's good. I have a really big uh, soft spot for 20 because that yeah. was the first WrestleMania I ordered with Austin, as a matter of fact. So uh, for me, WrestleMania 20, that whenever I think of like, I'd have to really think about it, but if you're I like, know. you have five seconds to think favorite WrestleMania, I'd say probably 20. I think I'd say 19. Well, 17's mine. There's no question about it. But those 17. are good ones as well. I mean, 19 and 20 are good. 18's good. 18's really mm, good. 18's okay. Rock Hogan, dude? TLC? Come on. 18 doesn't have TLC. It doesn't? No. It just has Rock Hogan? It has Rock Hogan, Taker, Flair, Jericho, Triple H. Oh, then yeah, 18's not very good. Yeah, it's like... Who has TLC? 17 has TLC. 17 has TLC. Yeah. Austin Rock, Taker... Yeah. Triple H. Hardcore match. Yeah, Angle and Benoit. On Angle. I don't know. I think I like 19 the most. That's the one that jumps out. Like Jericho, Sean. Yeah. And Rock, Austin. Brock, yeah. Kurt. Right. Rock, Austin, though, from 17 is better than 19. So. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. I don't I know. Want, 19 I'm going there. with. I'm dying on that hill. Yeah, well. I don't think anybody will agree with you on that one. So, WrestleMania, I, I would give you WrestleMania 20 before I gave you WrestleMania 19. Really? 20 is good. So 20 I is good. 20 because uh, that's another one that I ordered. And watching Benoit win the title after yeah. fucking years of room yeah. for that guy to win one. Yeah. And seeing him make Triple H tap out, I was like, yeah, and you have Undertaker's I, return against Kane, which is a throwback yeah. to 14. I remember watching the main event of WrestleMania 20 with Dallas, and it was like, dude, there's no way that Benoit's winning. So who do you think is going to win, Sean or Triple H? Yeah. And this fucking dude wins. And it's like, what? Yeah. Chris Benoit won? I remember being really surprised. Yeah. That, that is a good show. It was Cena winning the U.S. title to start. Yeah, yeah. It's a good show. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, if we ever were to get to that, we're about, uh, what, nine years away. So uh, the sooner we end this episode, the sooner we can get to WrestleMania 20. Listen, dude, after <laughs> WCW closes, so does I go pod. We ain't it's doing over. that shit. It's yeah. over. <laughs> what the fuck? It's over. Man. I go uh, pod covering 2004. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Yeah, I doubt it. There's no way. That's funny. We say no way, and then like 15 years from now, we're going to cut back to when we're like, we ain't doing that. And it's going to be like, Bob's 42, and he's talking about WWF 2004 on Ico Pie. That'd be great. Well, and to be fair, we said no way about the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, here we are three years later. Uh, All right. Well, the next episode for us is uh, August 14th. And then uh, we have August 21st, and then it's SummerSlam 1995. Be sure also to check out the WSW bonus episodes. Uncensored 95 is for sure released at this point. Maybe even Slamboree, but if not Slamboree, Slamboree will be out uh, quite soon after this one is published. Uh, But in the meantime, hope you guys are surviving quarantine. Share us around. 
with uh, all your wrestling friends. If you think that we're enjoyable, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever the hell you listen to it. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to the Monday Night Wars era and uh, even more discussion from there. So until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dale Squirrelly, I am Bob Collin Jr., and this has been Eichelbahn. You gotta hear it. <laughs>